thank you for the stark contrast between the pining songs of Israel waiting for the Messiah to come and the songs of our joy knowing that you have. We give you praise, Father, this Christmas season for sending your son. What an incredible gift. What an amazing heart that you came for your people at such great cost. We give you thanks. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 I, I remember when uh, Terry found the first song we sang this morning. She was so happy. Do you remember that? Why does that song go, Terry? Emmanuel? Oh, Emmanuel, God with us. Oh, oh Emmanuel. She had finally found an Emmanuel song that had the right amount of joy in it. You know what I'm talking about? It, it, it ought to be different, shouldn't it? Those of us who know he's come from, from those that were just pining for him to be here. Oh, come, oh, come, Emmanuel. <laughs> you can just feel it in it, can't you, in that song? So much different should our songs be. And we really owe that to the guy who wrote this song. Joy to the World. His name was Isaac Watts in 1719. Almost 300 years ago, he wrote that song. But did you realize that up until the time that he wrote that song, that almost all the songs that were sung in the English church up until that time were the Psalms of David translated into rhyme and put to music. Almost all the songs of the Christian church were Jewish psalms until Isaac Watts wrote this one trying to put the spirit of the New Testament into the songs of the church. He actually based that on uh, Psalm 98.4. Shout joyfully to the Lord, all the earth. Break forth in song. Rejoice and sing praises. Now that's in the psalms. But how differently should it be sung by those who know that God has come to earth, right? Joy to the world, he translated it. The Lord is come. What, what reason does the, church, does the world have for rejoicing more than the fact that God has visited us as our Redeemer? Amen. What an incredible thing this is. Of course, joy to the world. The Lord has come. Let earth receive her King. What an incredible song. He got all kinds of criticism for writing such an out-of-the-box kind of song. In fact, Bradbury criticized him horribly, said that he thought that he was David. Yet for all the criticism, the criticism is now silent. And for 300 years, we sung the song that Bradbury called not a hymn, but a whim. Because it has joy. The joy of Christmas, the joy that Christ brings for us. And that's always a part of his great gift to us at all times, on the night that he gave himself up for us. Jesus took bread, and he gave thanks to you, our Father, and he broke the bread, and he gave it to his disciples, saying, Take and eat. This is my body, which is broken for you. Do this in remembrance of me. And likewise, after supper, Jesus took the cup, and he gave thanks to you, our Father, and he gave it to his disciples and said, 
Drink from this, all of you, for this is the cup of the new covenant poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. And so, Lord God, in remembrance of you, we pray that you pour out your Holy Spirit on these gifts of juice and bread. We pray you pour out your Holy Spirit upon us, your people, that your Spirit might live in us, revive us, shape us into the life of your Son. We ask it in his name, in Jesus' name, praying as he taught us to pray, saying, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever.